wonderful happy people, you're listening to the Happy and Corporate Podcast, a podcast that teaches you how to be happy and grow in and out of the workplace. My name is Benny. I'm an executive coach working in sales for a big corporation. I'm sitting down with my mic here to discuss all of the things I wish I had known before starting my career. In this podcast, we talk growth mindset, we talk happiness, we talk health, we talk becoming a manager and so many other topics. But what you will have is 100% authenticity and vulnerability, 100% English mistakes, and I hope 100% value in those episodes for you. But enough introduction, let's deep dive into today's topic. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about three tips to better collaborate with colleagues. If you work like me in a matricial or a metrics organization, I think we say, you must work, I think, with a lot of different colleagues on different projects. So this episode is about three concrete tips to better collaborate with colleagues on a project, for instance. So first tip is really thinking in terms of superpowers. So what are your colleagues' superpowers? What are they really good at? Or what is their future potential? Because we need to not only think about the present, but also about their future potential. What are things that they're really good at? Or what are things that they do better than you maybe and on which you could build a complementarity? For instance, if somebody is better than you at building like a long-term vision and you're better at executing, well, maybe the complementarity that you both can have is that this person can have like the big picture or the big vision and you're building the steps towards this vision. So it's one way to see each other's superpowers and to really build on that. Another thing that is important when we talk about each other's superpowers is that whenever you're talking about somebody in a positive way to other colleagues, they're most likely going to transfer this to the person or to think about you as a positive person. And so bitching on other people's back, etc., might not be the best thing that you can do for collaboration. So really thinking about what is something very, very good that they're doing or something that they have that nobody else can have or that nobody else can do. The second tip is about if you work on a project together or if you work on a cross-functional project, so it means that you're not the boss of the people that you're working with or it means that you're collaborating across different functions in your organization. One thing that I really like to do is coming back to a person, let's say I want them to do a task, coming back to the person and asking them, do you agree to do this task once I explained it? And by when do you think you can deliver it? If I have a hard deadline, I will communicate that to them. But I will always let them the choice or the decision of by when they want to deliver this. The reason for that is that when we work cross-functionally, something we may might not be aware of is how much they have on their place and how many projects they're working on at the same time. So letting them kind of schedule or um, put the task in their calendar the way they want to make them more efficient. The other thing is that also by committing themselves to the date, it's more empowering for them and it's more ownership of the task that they are committing to do. So that's kind of the second team is to really let them make the choice on the date that they want to deliver that by and also let them kind of have their input also on the tasks. Maybe they have 
different perspective or different things that you as maybe a project manager are not seeing, etc, etc. The third tip is about using feedback as a tool to regularly kind of clear the air or do a start, stop, continue type of framework or emphasize the thing that went well and the things that we could improve together in the way that we collaborate. I usually do that quarterly with the people that I work with the most to kind of like, okay, let's have a feedback session and I want to receive feedback. There is no obligation for you to receive feedback, but if you do, please do let me know because I want to grow and to give feedback, you need to be ready also to um, receive and listen to the feedback that you've been kindly granted. So really important to have this approach because not all people might be ready to receive feedback so you want to let them choose by themselves. Once you do have the session make sure it's a one-to-one because that does work better you have more time and it's like a safe environment. Obviously focus on things that can help them so be it things that have they have done really really well that you want to emphasize or things that they could work on. When I think about the thing that they could work on, I think in a way that what could they do to make their strengths even more strengths instead of being like, oh, you have this gap in your strengths and this is something that you have to develop. I always try to think of how can they take this to the next step or to the next stage and be even more expert or even more powerful on this specific thing that they're doing. So that's something that is really helpful to me. The feedback tool is really something that you can also leverage in your own business. If you deliver a negative feedback, it's not about what they make you do, because I heard that so many times in coaching sessions recently. Oh, they make me feel frustrated or they make me feel angry, etc. They make you feel. Are they in charge of how you feel? No, you're in charge. That's your own choice and your own decision to feel that way. So if you do feel that way, it tells more about you as a person, maybe something you're jealous of, maybe something you envy, maybe something that makes, you know, a bad side of you (laughs) kind of show more, etc, etc. But having in mind that if there's something that frustrates you about the person, tells you, more about yourself than it does about themselves because I always assume that people have a positive intent so they don't want to on purpose frustrate you but you do feel that way so feedback can be a tool as well for you to explain that you're feeling frustrated and you may not know at the moment where it comes from etc so choose a way for you to express it that is more about you than it is about them because they don't make you feel somebody cannot make you feel a certain emotion you choose to feel this emotion if you want to go a little bit deeper into how you can better collaborate with your colleagues in your own setup make sure that you send me an email at benecoachsession at gmail.com i'll leave the email address in the description of the podcast so that we can work together on a coaching session Thank you for listening to this episode of Happy Incorporate the podcast. If you feel this episode could be valuable to someone else, make sure you share it with this lovely person and subscribe to the podcast on the platform you use. If you have some feedback, make sure you leave it to me on Instagram and see you very soon for another episode. Mm-hmm.